All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Three Beans in a Pod. I'm Steph. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Vanessa. And we're your co-hosts. What up, guys? Should we say why you guys were celebrating last night? Finished my first term of nursing school. I'm a fifth of the way done. And it it was... That has to happen five more times? Yes. Yeah, (laughs) this has to happen four more times. Let me just tell you, I... I kept it well, like I kept it together for the first (laughs) seven weeks, six to seven weeks. And then the last, in the last week, I just was deteriorating. I have never been more stressed out. You got to be careful, dude. Yeah, this is actually a really good like slight segue or introduction to what we're going to talk about today. I was just going to say that, yeah. I will just say this, like stress. I mean, I've had spouts of like serious stress in my life and like it can show up in the most uncomfortable and weirdest mm-hmm. ways, just kind of yeah. like how Max, I mean, I'll, I almost called you Max. Um, <laughs> Alex was saying. <laughs> we're the same height, um, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys are both in this, I have a, I have a soft spot for both of you in my heart. <laughs> But um, but it's it's a lot of sometimes it can be really physical, which is something that happens to me. Like one time, I fully thought I was having a heart attack, had to go to the ER. Oh my god, I thought I was ha- I thought I was dying last week. I thought I was having a heart attack too. I mean, it's everybody's so different. And like when I got there to the ER, and like they did all of these things, and I kind of just told them like my symptoms. They were just like, "Are you?" You know, they like ran down like a whole thing. And they were like, are you experiencing a lot of stress right now? Are there a lot of things going on? And I was just like naming like things that I didn't think were a big deal. And like it was like a laundry list. So they were like just watching me <laughs> ramble on these things that I was like, you know, had in my life at the moment. And the nurse looks at me and she goes, oh, yeah, honey, you're overly stressed right now. <laughs> I was just Aww. like, Ugh. yeah, I, I thought I had appendicitis. And then oh I thought that I had COVID. <laughs> and then, <What? laughs> like, you just self diagnosing yourself or WebMDing it? This was like all while Alex was in LA and I was by myself oh my and I thought I was dying. And I was just like, oh my, I have one. I was like, I have COVID. I'm dying and I can't see anyone. Um, I have appendicitis because, <laughs> oh like, I think I just was really constipated. Oh, like, man. I think oh, it manifested yeah. also in just extreme constipation, and I thought I was yeah. dying because, like, my stomach just felt so hard. No, I chugged, like, a whole <laughs> bottle of prune juice, and then that, I was taking, so like, funny. Miralax because I was like, this no, needs no, no. to come out oh, today so or I'm going to die. I experience that kind of thing. And no. Well, neither had I. This is what I'm saying. This is the stress. Oh, yeah. Like, I, this was all the stress because I, that's never happened to me either. Anyways, I was talking to somebody on FaceTime, and we are just hitting really hot topics and one of them that we were talking about was like people's versions of happiness are different and how you need to just like embrace your own and not like judge other people's and how they're like living their version of happy I just think that that's like such an important topic to talk about because how you move in society would would be you would breathe a little easier if people just accepted like what you were doing with your life and just as an example because this person was talking about how they're perfectly happy just being at home being a homebody well it could just literally be anything in relationships in career literally anything yeah I think that it I think being okay with your own version, though, it stems from, like, you having, like, really honest conversations with yourself Mm -hmm. and 
getting to the root of the things that do make you happy. Because I think a lot of the times when we grow up, obviously watching these rom-coms, I'm specifically just talking about like maybe relationships. Like we we grow up watching these rom-coms or like Disney movies and like we're all buying or like being fed this like version of what love is supposed to look like, what your life is supposed to look like, Mm -hmm. what you're supposed to dress like, how you're supposed to speak, what kind of job you're supposed to have. And so growing up, like these are all things that they impress on us as women, right? I don't see this much emphasis on men to be like, oh, like there's this I think they have their own like version of like societal pressures. Of course, for sure. But it's not so, I feel like in the media, it's super catered to what, what, like women, right? It's it's hyper-focused on women, yeah. Right. So it's like you grow up having these ideas of, you know, what it's supposed to be like and like... A lot of it's unattainable, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I that's not a reality like that anyone can live in. I mean, maybe some, but not not many. And so I think it takes you understanding that your version of happiness is going to be much different than what you think in your mind. Um, and I think also and, re- realizing what what yours truly is, and not just right. oh, is it because the society has been telling me that this is what I need, exactly. or what what do I actually feel like is gonna make me happy right yeah I think that's really important and I think a lot of people uh well in my experience I'll say for myself like it took me a really long time to figure it out Uh, yeah that's that's what I've been thinking this whole time is like I'm happy that I don't have children I'm happy that I'm not in a like nine to five like slave to the man job like all of these things that I thought that I had to accomplish and that was making me so unhappy in relationships that I had where that was like the angle to get the like American dream house picket fence family thing and I was like the boxes when I tried to do that I was not happy in in any of that but yeah I think that I think that you're right and as a viewer to you know what you're experiencing like I think the idea that you had in your mind when you were going through these things was this is what it's supposed to be like Mm -hmm. and in in my mind the way that I viewed your life like I was like that's not it wasn't aligning with what you really like had vocalized growing up or throughout your time yeah you know that we were together and stuff like that so to see like such a different version like it was hard but it was also like well she has to go through it. Like me telling her this isn't you doesn't really do much besides piss I, you off. I think, <laughs> well, I think the, the biggest thing was like, I, the one thing I do know for sure is like, I would, I do know that I'm going to be married at some point. Like I know that for a fact. Yeah. So I think that's what I was clinging on to in those two relationships where that was like one of the goals. Right. And so I was like, I'm willing to put up with all the other little things for that and that's where I went wrong because I was allowing everything else to influence my happiness yeah you could be married but then be married and then what deeply unhappy yeah like yeah yeah you have to really think about like the goals that you have set and what you're willing to sacrifice or endure in order to achieve those goals but sometimes Mm -hmm. like like kind of what you just said like you 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 kind of got to a point where you were just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to get my end result, but at what cost? Yeah. I think that that's really important. Yeah. So these conversations, I don't think like a lot of, I mean, I'm going to say 50% of people don't really have these conversations with themselves and they just go through life. Like I've seen like exes, like I'm thinking one in particular and I'm sure that you (laughs) will know who I'm talking about as soon as I say it. But like he like it from 
outside yeah, that of is not game. a happy situation. Yeah, like Love he him. just took the, the guy. T- he ticked the boxes, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't think that you're happy. If no. you were happy, it wouldn't be this far along and still some, doing what had happened. Yeah, yeah, still doing bullshit. Sorry, without yeah. getting into too much detail, but. I just like my mom and I always talk about it or not always we used to because I think she was really fond of him and um <laughs> still is. I was just like mom you <laughs> you have to um like let go of that because it's not real like he seemed like the person I was going to be with but it, no it's obviously not and mm-hmm. secondly like you're well, putting what does that go what does that like, what does that go back to that goes back to a person who hasn't had that conversation with himself right so you or meet a, my, a bunch of mom. people who are like, just like, <laughs> I, t- I talk about this a lot in my writing, like, um, just like zombieing through life. Yes. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I think that there is something to be gained by experiencing life on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't do anything the way I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I feel like I've lived a lot of lifetimes and so many <laughs> stories. <laughs> and like sometimes I just, you know, don't remember the things that I've done. And then I like will be sitting somewhere and be like, oh, yeah, I remember that one time I drove a limo. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that I, one was when fun I meet people, about. when I meet people now my age that were kind of on the path of checking off the checklist and I, you know, our experiences are so vastly different. And I'm like, yeah, I I did march to the beat of my own drama and um, I was allowed a space where, I mean, a real, real stretch on saying allowed because I'm pretty sure my mom wasn't happy with a no. lot of things I did, but, <laughs> but I wasn't, I wasn't so overly like, I don't, I don't want to say criticized. I don't know if that's the right word, but I mean, I was able to do that without having any kind of repercussions from, you know, family, like disowning me or anything like that. Yeah. I do want to um, say though that like, This is just to say, like, whatever makes you happy is what you should pursue. If working makes you happy and that's, like, what brings you joy, fucking do it. I'm not saying, like, live our version of happiness. Like, that's the whole point of this conversation is it's, like, whatever truly brings you joy. yeah. Yeah, but if you're doing it for somebody else or because you think this is what you're supposed to be doing or society this, like, that is where you're going to get a lot of the... um, just like dissatisfaction maybe you you won't see it short term but long term it will creep up on you yeah we've seen it happen yeah you just have to be like really honest and like do things for you are you here are you here mentally no you're not (laughs) no i am i'm just like i'm just thinking about how this totally comes into play with like hispanic families and Mm -hmm. their kids or maybe thinking just me in general because like you just have in your head, like, what you're supposed to do for your family, especially being, like, the oldest. Me and Steph can probably yeah. <laughs> um, relate I can, here. but I, I, com- I completely steered away from that because I had so many responsibilities as, as it was that the one thing that I could do that I had control over was the way I moved. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't going to be anybody that said, you're not supposed to do that because the second anybody told me I'm not supposed to do that, I fucking did it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, because you think about growing up in Hispanic, as the elder child, you're, you have to look after everybody and you always have to be cognizant or like aware of everybody else and what they're going through. And that's like our role to take care of people. Right. But like at a certain time, it's like when it, it turned into like the way that I was supposed to be doing things, I was just like, yeah. Well, I do everything else. I can at least have control or say over what I do for me. 
Yeah, this just... Even though it was completely wrong. (laughs) This just brought back a lot of times when, like, a lot of my friends who aren't Hispanic, they're like, you need to just live your life and do what makes you happy, obviously, like what we're saying. But it's like, sometimes... Like, that's just really hard. I feel like I haven't really gotten there yet because it's like, I still feel like I have all this pressure to, to, like, do certain things, but... At the same time, I don't because I just, I do kind of just live my life, but then it comes with like all this guilt. Yeah. And that's that like the Hispanic hardest. Guilt Hispanic guilt Hispanic guilt. Like I just live with guilt just 25-8 all the yeah. time. And it's just like. I feel that. Yeah, that, that it's, is like. It's the Hispanic and the Catholic guilt for me. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was talking to my therapist about it. Yeah. So it's just hard because I'm like sitting here thinking like, do I feel guilt? <laughs> no, you do not. I will I, tell you firsthand, you do not. You're the baby. I'm well, the baby. I'm Baby's Club. What's up, guys? Um, no, <laughs> everyone but, just forgets you have a younger brother. <laughs> no, well, baby. When we say the that, was like I'm the baby of the girls. Yeah, yeah. but I was yeah. also the baby for almost ten years. Yeah, that's true. So like, I very much have baby mentality. And then Matthew came, and it was oh, just like 100%. second baby mentality. I think in one of my psychology courses, we talk about like birth order and I am so happy that I fucking studied that because like when I meet people and I figure out where they fall in the birth order, it is like textbook. It's fucking crazy. Like if you guys don't know, do a little Google search about birth order and it will blow your mind. I've seen it. And our, our family is textbook, textbook the order. Yeah. But I mean, so is Vanessa's. Vanessa's family oh, wow. is very textbook as well. I yeah, feel like okay, I am kind still of pick- trying to oh. figure out, like... What makes you happy. What makes me happy and what I, like... I mean, I do think that nursing is, like, on the right path. But First am I also doing that because I feel like it'll help my family? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think kind of just to piggyback on what you're saying, like, it... It also, it's it's one of those things where, like, you have good parents and you want to make them happy and you want to make them proud. And they are a little bit more, um, like, they haven't lost our culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom is pretty Americanized. So her her idea of what we should be doing is just strong, independent women because, obviously, she's a strong, independent woman. Not saying that your parents don't want that, but it's, like, they want you to be successful in the way that they think that, like... I think like with my mom, it's like her her immigrant mentality was gone because she came here so young. So her like she's not chasing the American dream. She's living the American dream. Right. So as opposed to like, you know, maybe parents that still have that mentality where they're just like you, you come to this country to make the best, like the most of all of the opportunities. And that's what they want you to do. They want you to succeed. I don't think they're doing it to be like, oh, definitely not you to know, be ugly. overly like. You have to, yeah, they're not being ugly. They're not like, you have to be the best of the best of the best. They just want you to succeed and be okay in life. I and do. That's, I that's d- beautiful. Yeah. I do feel for you firstborns, though. Like, that is a lot of pressure yeah. that I'm so glad that <laughs> I do not have to, like, experience. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. But I think that, I think that, Vane, too, like, your 20s, I think that the 20s is when you figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. You guys still have time. You know what I'm saying? Like, like as chaotic and as as out of control you feel sometimes when you're in your 20s and like lost and you're just kind of doing what you can to survive like I think once you like get closer to 30 that's when shit like it's it's super corny to say but like after I turn 30 just things (laughs) 
were way different. I cannot, I literally like, cannot wait for the 30s because my 20s were traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, this is the time where you figure it out. Yeah. Like, you do all your shit, and then you're like, okay, well, that's not something I want to do anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, or this is what I'm going to do for me, and it, yeah. I think you guys are still in it, and, I mean, I'm still in it. I'm not going to be like, oh, you're high and mighty, but... Um, it does get a little bit clearer. <laughs> yeah. With time. Yeah. Well, can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, but I think the going through it is what helped me personally figure it out. Like, sure. I don't exactly have the answers as to, like, what I want to do. I don't even know what fucking state I want to fucking plant some roots in. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like, those kinds of things. Like, I know that they're just going to work themselves out. But, like, what I do know is what I don't want. And like yeah. I, I'm, and that's a good place to start. Yeah, and I'm finding little things here and there where I'm like, this makes me happy. Like a general idea, but like, you know, connecting the dots and trying to get it to come together is the like struggle busting part of the twenties. I guess is what you were talking about. I mean, it's still happening for me. Like I, I mean, I, like I feel like I have way too many like things I want to do in life, and there's not <laughs> enough time. <laughs> like I was talking. That's to a really my good place to be, it. though. Yeah, I was Instead talking of the to her about it and she, she was like, wait, I'm, I was telling her the things that I'm into right now and I completely forgot to tell her about the podcast. I need to mention that in the next time, but <laughs> I kind of just ran down a list of things that I'm doing right now and she was just like, wait, you're doing this, 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 and this, and you're a mom, and you're a partner, and you're a daughter, and you're just existing in COVID times. Like, she was like, you got a lot on your plate. And I was just <laughs> like, yeah, but I like thrive in doing like I feel like when I have too much time and I'm just sitting like a lump on a log on the couch, like that's good. Don't get me wrong, I do that sometimes. But I feel like what is that I go into like existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. And so um well that's your like, that's your happy. Like yeah, so my filling happy your is life. Busy, like yeah, filling my life with that. I mean, before COVID it was like with activities, right? We would go to games, museums, go out to eat. Yeah. And now that it's not that, I'm obviously trying to focus more on the career kind of thing and mm-hmm. what really makes me happy in that realm. And thank God I got this new job because I'm so happy. I know. Congratulations. I'm so happy right now. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. Vana, you're not talking. Yeah. I'm, what's this, happening, dude? This, got, this topic got me real emotional. I don't want to be emotional on here. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to make you emotional. No, no, no. It's, it's good. I think, oh. I mean, I like... I mean, I like the topic. I just don't want to talk too much because I'm going to break down. <laughs> and I don't want to. Aww. But. Well, Vana is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. I was kidding. like, wait a minute. What's happening? <laughs> I am. I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Well, just like, I mean, this. But I'm glad that this is happening because, like, I feel like so many people out there, everybody just wants to be happy, right? Like, that's the goal. Right. I'm glad we said that because, like, I'm sure that there's somebody who's listening who's, like, still figuring it out or maybe they're in a pit instead of a peak and they're just waiting to get to that peak. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um, I think that we should probably, like, talk about, like, what helped us get to places where we're understanding ourselves a little bit better. You like to not be in, like, a nine-to-five, right? So, like, what helped you establish that? I think the last couple of years really taught me that lesson for me i'm like this is really not for me like i can go into any job and work it and be a little worker bee and get the things that are required of me done like for me that's not like a challenge or difficult but the mental like health wise is what it doesn't do it for me like i like i'm just like i know that i'm unhappy 
even though I'm being successful or even though I'm performing like properly or whatever. And I think being in the schooling system the last couple of years, I'm like, yeah, this is not working for me. Like I need something that's going to require me to keep moving or like meeting people or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I actually really do. I think it's like being in the ugly situations and that helps you determine. Yeah. I mean, it's little moments. Yeah. I mean, going off of that for me, I used to, so I was a business major and I worked in marketing and I worked this job that was just, I got to do a lot of cool things and I was like doing movie promotions and stuff and I was good at it, but I did not like it. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, this is awful. Nobody here cares about me. Like everything, like no one cares that I'm working full time and going to school full time and they're still piling on a bunch of shit onto my plate. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a full time student. And it just, for me was like, I don't like business. I don't like how cutthroat this is. I don't like that. I'm not helping people. I don't like that. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing anything to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So that's, that was where I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do this. So then I moved home and I worked in parks and rec, which was like really fun. I felt like I was giving back to my community there, Mm -hmm. but, but I also knew that that's not where I wanted to end up. Yeah. And so I feel like nursing is like the perfect profession for me because I just realized that I was also just way happier when I was like helping people or doing other things for people yeah and that's like the whole nursing profession and that's literally just nursing you just give all your all of yourself to helping other people like in their most vulnerable and so I was like this is probably gonna bring me purpose yes yeah I just I hope that it does (laughs) and I really do like like I know I've studied 24 7 but it doesn't feel like it doesn't like I don't dread it like mm-hmm. I actually like what I'm what learning studying, and yeah. stuff so that's how I felt about psych too yeah so that's what I helped think... me is just realizing like I this is I know like realizing what makes me happy which is helping others and then finding something that aligns with that I think like just kind of piggybacking off both of you guys though like I think that being in it obviously is figuring it out but then what did you guys do or like what what helped you guys determine like what was the factor or what was like the push that that you had that was just like okay no now's the time you got to go into nursing this is what you you want go for it like what did that look like for you i mean i'm not gonna lie it was the money like also on top of like being a profession where you help people in california nurses can make like 65 an hour starting and that's where that's where the whole doing this for my family kind of part comes into it as as well so I mean, it's just, it was, I think, the perfect kind of path to help to fulfill, like, what I feel like are my responsibilities and also, like, what could potentially like make me happy. Like, you could breathe easier and be, yeah, yeah. I think for me, like, just to give, I think journaling helps me a lot figure yes. things out. Sometimes, like, I'll go and, like, I'll reflect back on them, and I'm like, I'm so glad that I wrote some of this stuff down because even if you're not like consciously aware of what you're doing you're essentially putting your thoughts of like what you do and don't want yeah and that's guiding you you know basically just be honest everybody yeah be honest with yourself you have your own specialized formula of what's going to make you happy and that's not going to look like the person standing next to you's version just own what makes you happy and like fucking chase it fucking full the whole steam ahead yeah <laughs> yeah like move yourself in alignment with what you really want like be intentional with the things that you want being intentional with things you think say do 
Yeah. Period. And on that note, be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Just be happy, all right, guys? Can you just do it? (laughs) Okay, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, all you beautiful people, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with all your peeps. And while you're at it, catch us on Instagram and Twitter at 3BeansPod. We'll talk later, babes. Bye.